shit sandwich Monday. That's what that it's bad? about. No, nah, it's not bad. It's actually I, pretty We know good. how you like them. Extra sloppy. <laughs> Peanut butter yeah. on both sides? Both sides. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you and smear it, the shit on one side. Both sides of the bread. Yeah, leave the crust. Give me, actually, it's the slices or the, the end pieces. Oh, the oh foot. even worse, yeah. <laughs> the bookends. The bookends. You know what? I might have mentioned this a while back. I heard it and it made me laugh. Uh, some guy did like a TikTok and he was like, what do you call the end pieces of the bread? What do y'all call them? Uh, isn't it called like the heel or something? The heel. I've heard many I names. Call end piece. End piece. I call it the foot, the heel. Uh, but he says you call it the hoe because uh-huh. everybody's touched it, but nobody wants it. Just yeah. throw it back in the bag. Nobody wants it. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's touched it, but nobody wants it. My youth pastor said once, and this is a quote from my youth pastor. This is not a quote from the All or Nothing show, but he said, Drop it. Fat chicks are like mopeds. Fun to ride, but you don't want your friends to know you're riding. That's my kind of pastor. Pastor of disaster. (laughs) He only lasted about a year and then he was out. Was that Ike Eaton? Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I remember. I don't remember who, but I remember a quick, yeah, in and out kind of. I like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He gets down. This so what's is up? Still carbonated from Thursday. Well, Rays would do that. Yeah, yeah, Rays would. They would do that. They have the technology. I got some more drinks coming. What do you got? Didn't do any Rays, but I did some bucked adrenaline. Up. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how people drink that shit. I see it on their story, and I'm like, do I tell them? Yeah. Do I tell them their guts are gonna explode? Uh, but got some bucked up, some 3D, because I know you and me get down with them. Yeah. Uh, everyone 3D. else will too. And uh, some more protein drinks because we were running a little bit low. Turn my phone down. But. Oh, uh, yeah. protein. Like the so like premiere or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, dude. Um, It's Monday, y'all. It's the All or Nothing show. Name's Austin, if y'all already don't know. If you don't know. Now you know. Now you know. 316. Brock Griffin. The usuals. The yeah. crowd. The end crowd, actually. The boys. Yep. And I uh, hope it's been a good weekend for y'all. My weekend was pretty good. Besides Saturday being rainy. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about it a little bit. Um. I don't really do shit. I didn't really do shit. I did watch the fight Saturday, so it was a good like a little relaxation. It's a given. But uh, yeah, it is a given. Uh, but uh, <coughs> lifted, ran a little bit. Surprisingly, it didn't r- rain during my run. Yeah. Um, but pretty chill. Good. Yeah. What I you did a little something, right? Weekend, yeah. Watermelon. Yeah. Went to the watermelon festival. That was pretty good. Uh, good walk around. I always like to go. I used to like to go to a lot of the food festivals around Richmond. Like, there's a pumpkin one. There's a bacon one. One called like Broad Appetite. That like all the restaurants will kind of have like a signature dish. You can get like something for eight dollars, ten dollars, something yeah. like that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's other ones. When's the pumpkin to. one? Usually it's November. like ye, maybe okay, like yes, yeah, late September, early October. Because I like pumpkin I things. You have to let me know. The time that I went, it was down Broad Street. Or Boulevard in Scott's edition, I think that um, I, I'm trying to remember. There's like some good like pumpkin tacos or other things like Ugh. that. But I'm already starting to see pumpkin. Uh, I'm excited for the fall. English man. muffins. I like the fall time really a lot. You almost see pumpkin shit is just about to turn year round. Like pumpkin yeah. spice, like anything. It's about to be a year round will. thing. Not not fully because it's like there's some things. They say like peppermint isn't sold in the summer, you know. Peppermint bark, all that shit, sold in the winter, you know. I feel so like I it's they'll... a yearly thing though, where you notice that the stores 
have like a turn of the season before yeah. they should. And I feel like every year I'm just like, can you believe it? <laughs> well, so when I worked Halloween at Wegmans, they told us, you know, like, hey, like around this time we're transitioning to this or this. These things are going to come in. So they, I mean, they got the shit all planned out, obviously. But yeah. I mean, I'm sure it helps because they're able to sell an extra two months worth of shit ahead of time. But like, I remember back in my day, like I'm old, but like. It wasn't until on the dot they would start selling shit like yeah. Black Friday was Black Friday. It wasn't the week before or two weeks leading up or well, the month yeah. now. If anyone's unemployed, <laughs> look out for the Halloween spirit stores. You know, you can yeah. get a quick buck there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, what is it? It's almost like the modern day, like sailing the high seas. What a wild month. You're yeah. just raking yeah. it in. Different that is crazy, man. They day. rent out those buildings and are able to like, you know, crush, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know what that building becomes the rest of the year. Sometimes I've seen it, it like mid-March still Halloween. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Have y'all ever gotten anything from there? I've been into one or two of them before. I've never bought from them. I usually I don't get think on, I've ever been usually get shit online still. It's really expensive. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, Amazon always cru- that and party sucks, city. You but know, they crush them. I feel like we've always like Maddie and I have always wanted to do you know whether we've gone to like a little Halloween party or not or whatever. Like we've always wanted to do some kind of like costume. But then we get to, like, two days before, and we're like, fuck it. Like, you know, we don't want to buy this or buy that. But I yeah. need to get creative with, like, either simple things I can buy or, like, clothing I already have, like, an altar to, like, do something quick, you know, together. Because yeah. it's annoying to have to pay, like, 80 bucks. Yeah, you don't want to pay that for, for like, like one day. Yeah. But and when then I, you feel like you have to throw it away right Yeah, after. and, like, when I was thinking back, like, <laughs> as a kid, and I'm sure um, you guys were this way, I feel like definitely Griffin, like, You'd want the costume with, like, the coolest, like, little weapon or the coolest little outfit or this or that. Like, you know, my parents got lucky a few years in a row. I was, like, a uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja uh, Ninja Turtle. But I remember this one uh, costume I wanted. It was, like, Darth Maul because it had, like, the lightsaber on both sides. Had to have that shit. And um, I I can just imagine being a parent and being like, fuck, I'm going to pay 120 bucks for this. And, you know, granted, they're a kid. They probably wear it a few times before actual Halloween. Um, and if you're really lucky, they'll wear it two years. But even then, it's like, fuck, come on. My dad, I feel like they did away with these. My dad had a Darth Maul costume. And it had one of those, like, you know, pullover masks with the eye holes. I feel like you don't see those anymore as much. No. No, they're just uh, <laughs> cloth masks. That yeah. Go around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> Not as cool. Yeah. Not as, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I miss, too, as a kid, um... I used to have a Spider-Man costume, and it had the muscles that were under the costume. That's yeah. dope. I used yeah. to love I don't want a those. Like that, yeah. You still wear that? Someday. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. If I ever look under a, a shirt, funny in here. yeah, you look a little big today. Yeah, do I? Yeah, so Still working out. Yeah, nice. I um, I'm trying to think of other costumes. I was Jack Sparrow one year. I was a um, Robin. Another year, oh, Batman. Nice. My brother was Batman the one year. He evolved. Yeah, yeah. Took on the mantle. <laughs> I know. I take it on. I was a stormtrooper a couple times. Um, I think I was like Obi Wan a year. Nice. Big Star I, I, Star Trek guy. I, I, Star or not Star Wars, Trek. Star Wars. Whatever. Like yes. <laughs> <laughs> Some of that stuff. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I was kind of consistent. Yeah. One year I was like a. I was grabbing shit from like whatever old costume bucket we had, and I did like a ghost mask with like. Uh, a SWAT like outfit on. I was like a yeah. dead SWAT man. I don't know. It's always a weird year though when you realize that like this is the last year you'll be trick or treating. That you're too old for it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you never know the year too because when you're in the in between, you're like, 
you know, this could be the year next year, but you don't really know until the next year comes. You're like, I'm not doing this shit, you know? Yeah. Some days or some years, I still wish I kind of could. I, but I don't want a ton of candy. I only want the good shit. Don't be giving me that cheap yeah. shit. Yeah. No Tootsie Roll? No. I don't really even like candy anymore. Or like cheap, that, that cheap, like non-brand generic yeah. shit. Oh, you Worst know what I used to hate? Necco wafers. Oh, those? Um, what about the Whoppers? I don't like Oh, Yeah, um, no. I, mean, I remember the fear, like as a kid growing up, was that someone's gonna slip like a razor in your candy. Yeah. You ever remember yeah. that? I remember, like, yeah, every year it just <laughs> got worse like, and watch worse. Watch out! Make yeah. sure you watch razors and needles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, what, what is this syringe doing in my yeah. candy? Never. <laughs> and then now it's like, oh, they're putting drugs in them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like who's gonna waste drugs? Oh, who's gonna give drugs away? I mean, yeah. maybe it does happen, but. Yeah. Who is Get giving drugs away? It's like, oh, watch. Let me Toys. take. Let me spend my money, buy these drugs, and put it in it. Just yeah. Give it away. I mean, unless you're retarded. When yeah, we wound up moving, um, I want to say I was like 16 or so. <laughs> we moved from a neighborhood where we really didn't have kids. We were the only kids into a neighborhood where we did have them. But by that point, my dad was just checked out, so he just did the bowl on the porch, take uh, one sign, and you know. Oh, a big handful. He did the whole shit. One handful. Reese's, Butterfingers, oh, Skittles, shit. Starburst. So one that was kid all gone. Yeah. I would definitely can't or cherry pick that shit. Reese's, Skittles. Yeah. I'm like. There was like five candies I would go for. Yeah, like Reese's, Skittles, um, Crunch. I like the Crunch. Crunch is decent. Snickers, um, Butterfingers. Snickers, Butterfingers. Milky Ways. Milky Ways, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Did y'all ever get one year for trick-or-treating? <laughs> Not to keep rambling on this, but did y'all ever get those fake dollars that had the Bible verses on them? No. I don't believe so. No, I wasn't oh. Christian community <laughs> like that. No. Somebody gave me. I feel like that almost turns people off of the church. Because, yes. you know, you think you get like 20 bucks, 100 bucks, and oh. then you open it, and it's got like, scripture on it give your 10 percent. yeah (laughs) how about don't deface u.s currency yeah that's illegal yeah Yeah. (laughs) i'm gonna turn them in so but um no i don't know it's funny to think back i almost feel like certain things once you're past the age of being able to enjoy them it's like you kind of have to have kids to enjoy them again by proxy to like be able to join in again you know what though it's like i feel like the more you can go all in on holidays, though, it's so much more fun. Like, every time I get closer, like, you know, December hits or Thanksgiving's coming up, like, I try and, like, do all the fall or festive things because otherwise, like, the time can just pass and yeah. it's just another, like, December. But if you fucking blast the Christmas playlist all the time, you start wearing the colors, yeah. we do a theme party at the gym, like, you know, you dress up the house, it just... You, you you really enjoy it. You look forward to it. It's exciting. Yeah. yeah. It's like one of those things where you can't act like, oh, I'm too cool to do this or do that. Like, yeah. oh, I'm not going to do the themed party at school because, you know, I'm too old for that shit. You know, you almost got to just, like, let it go. And it is something that, like, sometimes I guess as you get older, it's so easy to just feel like, man, like, I'm too busy or something like that. But, like, last year, even just making a wreath or like putting up decorations taking the time to do it like it is nice to come home and like feel like your house is ready for Mm -hmm. christmas or stuff like that i always love it and i'm guilty i listen to christmas music i listened to it like two weeks ago i feel like it's magical if you make it magical yeah 
For sure. Yeah. yeah, I binge on cookies. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Santa would want. <laughs> I know. He's going to be at his <laughs> I've house. Been a good boy. He's going to be at his house. There's no kids. He's like, oh, fuck. I got to get up at 2 a.m. and eat these damn milk and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Yeah. This guy. What a tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I wrap Buddhist Christmas presents, too. What does he get? Usually a new bone, some nice. new toys. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> and then Peace. I unwrap them for him, too. Yeah. So Dovey got fucking, uh, he got everything last year everything you ever wanted just all kinds of bones and treats and toys and this and that but he'd rather want your shoes and hats yeah, yeah. or the wrapping paper. Dar- i told y'all um we went for our anniversary like the beach we got him this cool little uh it was like a soda can except it was a play on uh fanta it was called fago no oh. <laughs> it's called panta like panting yeah and uh loud squeaker squishy and uh motherfucker was like 16 bucks Dang. but i was like you know what He'll love the toy. It's funny. Why not? Right? So we get it. He fucking loves it. He's going Good. nuts about it. And within like two minutes, Squeaker's gone. So I'm like, okay. But I was like, I don't care if it squeaks anymore. It's not a big deal. Yeah. He'll still love the toy. But then two more minutes later, so we're talking like five minutes and I'm having the toy. He's already ripped a piece. Like It's, it's like a silicone type material so i thought he couldn't rip it but somehow he ripped it so i was like well fuck now we gotta throw it away because you know you can't eat that shit. no but i was like damn that was the that was a quick 16 bucks, bucks. yeah burnt <laughs> i know that's a dog for you but i just gotta give him a piece of wood he does way better with just yeah basic like bland ass bones and and like you know deep down shit. do they know any better nope we had to get him a chain leash so he wouldn't stop ripping leashes. You know? Imagine that, too. Just wake up, eat, just get maximum joy out of chewing a bone, mm-hmm. laying in the sun. And what chill. Yeah, because my cat's it's doing sprints. I feel <laughs> like they don't know any difference between a $30 toy no. or a milk tab or yeah. a, like, a string that's on the floor. They'd rather want that shit. Mm-hmm. And like what cardboard boxes. Laser pointer? They do like yeah. that shit, but... <laughs> Like, we have these nice beds. They'll sleep in them. But if mm-hmm. we get a new box, cardboard box sitting in the yeah, middle of the park, oh, yeah. dude, they'll cr- they'll yeah. break yeah. their necks getting in that thing. Well, we bought that bed in our office <clears throat> for Dobie. Yeah. And, like, That's Buddha's bed now. Yeah, it's yeah. Buddha's bed, apparently. It's yeah. Mutant, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you're welcome, Buddha. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, he got himself a California. All right, enough holiday and bullshit talk. What's good? Uh, Rest in peace to John Meadows. That's the one thing I oh, want to yeah, talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, Really sad news. I saw Griffin, Texas yesterday, and I read it. And, um, I don't know. It's one of those weird things to where it's like Maddie and I were talking about it because he's someone that I don't know how much you guys watched him, but, you know, I'd watch a good bit of his videos. I've definitely seen a ton of them. You know, I'd watch the workouts or this or that. And um, it's weird when someone posts a lot of content on their YouTube or Instagram and then you know they pass away and obviously that stuff just stops yeah and so it's really weird because maddie put in a good way she was like you you have hundreds and hundreds of videos of like watching this guy but there's never going to be anything new yeah you know so it's it's kind of like he's left such a a good mark and and massive library of information um but it's just weird knowing that you're not going to see another like Q and A or another yeah. like video or another 
new post. It's always weird too, I feel like, to see the person's last Instagram post too. Because yeah. I know for him it was like someone that I guess he coached. He just won, yeah. Yeah. And then for like Rich, I think it was like a throwback picture or like other things like that. But it's always weird to just see like it, I almost feel like sometimes the pictures before are like the, almost the memoriam picture like the last one that yep. would be like the best one to like represent them but then it's usually like the last one they actually post is like something kind of unrelated to them yeah. too it's always a, you almost think like see. it's like i was saw his last video is this q a it, it was posted like two days before it's almost like you want to be like do you know yeah. In like two days, like this is like your last video. It's yeah, like, what could have been changed yeah. or yeah. happened to save that from happening? And it is weird to think that like he was at the Nut Bash. Yeah. The last one we Yeah, that's the only to. time I've seen him in person, yeah. Yeah, the Nut Bash. He wasn't really would he interested known? to talk to me there. But yeah. <laughs> would he have known that in two years he wouldn't be around anymore? Yeah, that's dude. It's crazy. It is crazy. And he just had that heart attack, too, and he was getting better, you know? Yeah. I mean, that was a wake-up call, but I don't think this was even related to that, like directly. At least. Maybe, maybe not. From I, I saw like a few other sources and who knows what's real and what's, you know, accurate. But they said that he was dealing with obviously some other health issues like his uh, large intestine being removed for some like disease that he might have been hereditary with for his digestive issues and then the heart attack thing. And then somewhere in between that, knowing that he had genetic markers or some history or hereditary problem with blood clotting. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the pulmonary embolism is a blood clot that dislodges and goes to your lung and kills you. But, uh, you know, to know if like, was he taking blood thinners after the heart attack and did he just stop them, stop taking them? Or did the doctor stop prescribing it to him and said, hey, you're good to go. And then boom, one forms and dislodges and obviously never wake up. It's, it's, It's weird to like know that he had somewhat of a history. At least this is what that source said. And then, you know, hopefully he was treating it. And if he wasn't, you know, who knows if it was like a fluke or whatever. But yeah. hopefully he, you know, it's it's weird to, to not know if he wasn't, you know, treating it correctly or if it was just completely unknown. Because who knows what his history was. Like, did he know he had a clot and he, was, he just hadn't told anybody and it just dislodged? Like, though, just I don't really know him to the extent that Brock probably watched his content, mm-hmm. but I feel like at least listening to him speak at the Nut Bash or like other podcasts I've heard him on, he seems to be pretty big into like the knowledge of recovery or like yeah. taking care of himself as much as like the hard training and stuff too. So I feel like he at least like if he had something that was going on, I don't know if he would have like, knowingly not, yeah, you not know, taking care of himself. it. Yeah, yeah, he seemed like a humble, knowledgeable guy that was just doing yeah i don't know what he can't i mean i feel like he took a good route recovering from the heart attack so i don't know i don't know but it was pretty sad to see but it's one of those things where like you know i don't know i I don't want to get too deep into it but it kind of had me thinking like you never really like all all these posts that are coming out about him obviously like they're very sweet he obviously made a great impact on like all these people's lives but it's I don't know, it's kind of bittersweet because it's like he'll never see these messages. And I'm sure he like yeah. felt love when he's here, but it's almost like, I don't know, it's always weird when um, special people like that like pass away because it's like, I don't know, things move on. Yeah, yeah. it'd be it different if like there was a, a work up to it so people could have been like, yeah. you know, knowing it was coming. But for something like seemed healthy guy and then mm-hmm. just didn't wake up type deal, that is like the most shocking factor out of it all. Like thinking back to Rich, 
everybody kind of knew after he fucking had that aneurysm or whatever, like when he was in a coma for two weeks, he probably mm-hmm. wasn't going to make it back. So like everybody had started to like drop messages and like slowly like over time accepted that he was like reality, gone. Yeah. But then like this, you just wake up to it yeah. and flash news like, hey, yeah. fuck. One minute he was training a, a winner Which to a competition. Like Luke Sando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, same Sando, thing with that. Yeah. Yeah. that. yeah, same thing with that guy. I wonder sometimes, like, it always is people that I feel like you either they've done so much in their life or, like, they have such a promising future that, like, they pass away. And I wonder sometimes, like, is that just, you know, notable people that we realize? Like, it is weird to just think about, you know, out of all the people in the industry, why does it seem to be like the bigger, more notable names like a Dallas, yeah. like a Luke Sando, like a um, who, like Rich or John Meadows or other people like that, that, you know, it's never like, you know, some some person that you kind of know of partially mm-hmm. that's like been in it for a long time. It's always like some of the more like iconic people, it seems, yeah. or like the people that have the most promising future ahead of them. I always wonder like, I don't know. Is is that just like due to the nature of like the what made them great almost? Like that took them at the same time? Yeah. Or is it just I don't know. It's hard to articulate. Don't mean to ramble. No, much, I get but. it. And I think this, you know, it sucks that it it definitely sucks that it happened. It's unfortunate that like, you know, he at least didn't have a heads up to try and like, you know, correct it or figure something out. But, you know, I feel like things like this happen way more than Everybody thinks. You yeah. Know, that's what I was to like say. average Joe's, like, I'm sure there's thousands of people a yeah. month or well, a year that. There's like, what, like <clears throat> a thousand like car wreck deaths like a day yeah. or something like that? And I always, I think about this all the time. Like, every time I'm driving, I'm like, you know, fucking this could be the day or this could be yeah. the moment. So that's why I'm always like, you know, I can only control my vehicle. But who the fuck knows whatever someone else is doing? That's yeah. why anytime I see a car acting funny or someone speeding, I'm just like, just I just get out the way because yeah. I'm like, can't take any chance. Like, you know, because it could be a simple wreck, it could be nothing, or it could yeah. be the end. You know, and so it's like, I don't know. These wrecks happen all the time. Like you said, to us, we don't notice it, but I'm sure you know how many people have a pulmonary embolism or a clot or this that all the time. And just don't wake up or have this car wreck and they never wake up or whatever's going on. Or, you know, you do wake up, but you're paralyzed. Like, you know, I mean, things can happen so fast. And so um, that's why I do just try and keep in perspective, like just trying to make the most of every day. Because you never know, you know, as something simple as simple but serious of like having a blood client, you can't train for a while. Yeah. You know, and you realize how blessed you are to train. Yeah. Um, or something, you know, <coughs> fatal. Um it does put it in perspective like how quickly things can, can come and go and be taken away. Yeah, it definitely gave me some perspective, you know, seeing that yesterday. And I've had some just recently myself with coming back to training, you know, feeling, you know, grateful to be training and grateful to be able to keep doing what I'm doing with my body, you know, because there's things, everybody has their own shit. But, you know, I've been through a few things and it's like, man, I'm still able to do what I do. Some days it isn't as comfortable, but, you know, I'm still able to do it. So I'm grateful to be able to do that. But you know, knowing that what what eats me up the most lately, and especially after, you know, John passing away yesterday, is that, you know, for him to, you know, do all that hard work, like probably work his balls off, like most other people, you know, but then have it all cut short right there, like not to be able to like, I'm sure he had moments where he could take a step back and look back and be like, damn, 
I've made it pretty far. Yeah. But like to be in the middle of it, he was still grinding. He was still out there, you know, coaching however many competitors, running a supplement company, you know, building something, which fortunately he did build a legacy, but it's like, you know, what else could have been built or like finished, you know? And it thinks, and that makes me think like, man, I'm only 31. It's like, what if I only had three, le- three years left in my life? What if I only have 30 years left in my life? Like I need to start going all in as soon as possible. Yeah. It is really interesting to me too, to see, cause I felt like this when Rich Piana passed away, when I used to go to the Arnold, like he always had the biggest booth, the yeah. biggest line, took up a whole wall against the Arnold. And he had such like a, an interesting like team and aesthetic and stuff like that would bring in like the couch and stuff and, you know, have just his own, you know, you could pick out all of his fans and stuff like that. People would just like line up all around to like yeah. meet him, see him. And I feel like after he passed away, like technically I think 5% is still around, but mm-hmm. it's like, it's not really, you know, a big thing anymore. No. Um, and I wonder sometimes too, with like a granite or something like yeah. that, or even if, let's say like first form, if Andy Frisella died, like that would probably become like a fraction of what it was. But yeah. also I think about like, man, all the team or the employees or other things like that, like what happens to them? Do they just kind of go somewhere else? Like it, it is weird to just think like you finally find your like team of people, your group. And then if you die, like, well, that's, know, yeah, that's the tough thing away. when a brand is so centered around an individual to where it's like a good reference is like Apple was obviously strongly associated with Steve Jobs, but it wasn't purely Steve Jobs so that, you know, when he passed away, Tim Cook took over and it still <coughs> continued to like rise. But yeah, to your point, I think if Andy Frisella passed away, there's still, you know, his brother, there's still so many people around that brand, but there's just no way it would have the same like vision, you know, moving forward, especially if like the, the main person centered around it is like the visionary and the creative mind behind it. It's hard for it to continue to kind of level up and keep, keep the lead that it has on other brands or the industry, you know? Mm. But, um, yeah, to wrap it up, like, like you just said, I think my biggest like fear, but a good kind of pressure that I keep in my mind is that, um, there's so much, I feel like potential and things I want to do that you know, you're not guaranteed 5, 10, 15 years. And so it's like, you know, you obviously plan for and want those years, but um, you got to make the most of like each day so that, you know, you don't look back and be like, damn, I didn't get to accomplish this or that. Yeah. I, mean, it's, you, I guess you won't know. but And it's a tough like thing to think because you hear people saying, oh, it's patience. You got a whole life, you know, it, it, things take time. You know, you've got why are you going so hard or vice versa? You got people that are, you know, saying the opposite, but it's like, you know, nothing's guaranteed. So it's, it's, it's hard to find what, what is important to you in life and what are your goals, aspirations and figuring out like, all right, do I need to go all in on this right now? Or should I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's tough balance. And that makes me think about um, something you were telling me yesterday about the book uh, that you were reading that was kind of talking about, uh, you know, like the Nick Bear situation going all in. Like, are you really going 100% all in, spending yeah. every dollar, every time on it? Because um, I think that's something that I've even realized, like, you might be working harder than, like, the average person, but you almost kind of gloat in your mind uh, and praise yourself over this, like, work ethic or this commitment that you think you're given 100%. Like I said, you might be giving more than the average person or the average effort, 
But at the end of the day, you realize there's always more like juice to squeeze. And, you know, one thing I touched on a little bit, but from a different aspect is the more I've been running, it's like an extra hour, hour and a half into my day. And so it's made things a little bit busier for me, but I've realized where I'm wasting time because now I don't have that time to waste anymore. So, you know, sometimes you can slowly kind of strip away your day the more you add into it and realize you actually do have a lot more time, a lot more productivity that can be had within your day. And you kind of tell yourself that you don't have time or that you don't have these resources. Uh, It's just false, you know. Yeah, I can agree. You know, I let myself slide a lot. You know, I say, oh, I I can do it tomorrow, or I can wait, or this or that. And it's it's tough to swallow sometimes, and I just realize, like, man, am I optimizing one today? Am I actually giving it my all attention, whether it be, you know, clients or, you know, doing an extra video, trying to make something, some piece of content. Yeah, within a time, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's it's all, you know, on what you want, you know, right? Mm. Out of life. But, like, I know that I want more than what I'm doing and what I've got. So I realize that I'm going to have to do more and, you know, get uncomfortable and go further in. Right? Yeah. What is your perspective, Griffin? Because I know that I feel like you've had a lot of things you've been juggling um, the past few months, and I feel like you've made good steps to kind of uh, prioritize certain things and, and, and trying to – handle these different businesses or aspects better i think with it's always a hard juggle because i i feel like maybe there are things that are necessary right now um and then there are things that like you know cling to you that you know you want to do long term and i think that you know certain things just realizing like what is essential right now and what, you know, might be something you come back to in a different chapter of life is a good thing to separate out because it's almost like, I don't know, I hate to just say like jack of all trades, master of none, but like, you know, you really want to just stick with like, okay, what's going to, you know, benefit you right now? What's most important to you right now? What's going to lay the groundwork for the future for a lot of things? And then maybe if there's other things that, you know, aren't just as contingent on time right now that you can maybe study up on in your free time or like return to later down the road. Like maybe it's better to kind of keep that on the back burner for now. But I kind of go in and out of that just because I think about that the same way too of like, you know, if this is something I want to do eventually, why do I keep just putting it off into the future? And why do I keep thinking like, okay, well eventually this will happen But I think, too, like, I don't know, just, for example, like, if there's, for me at least, I feel like, okay, well, on one hand, I know that, to me, like, certain things are kind of a stepping stone into, like, a greater, you know, way of life, to where, like, yeah, training is, like, job or other things like that something that like it's not like 100% my passion or like something I want to do but at the same time recognizing like it's a vessel for something greater and so like why not just maximize on that as much as you can right now like I as much as I hate to do it like as much as I want to learn more about like 
you know, having a homestead or other things like that, am I really going to get the most benefit, like spending all my time, you know, trying to learn this homesteading that might have minimal return, where if I put more time and energy into training and like making a business or something like that, then I can reap the benefits of that and be able to put more time into like what I'm actually passionate about down yeah. the line too, to where like, I think some things are just more active interests and some things are more passive interests to where like, you know, I like to play the guitar. It's something that's like interesting to me to learn like music theory or other things like that. But like, should I really be spending two hours of the day, like messing around on that when I'm not going to become like a famous musician or something like that too. So it's it's difficult for me because I feel like I don't want to lose sight of my interests for the sake of just making money. But on the other hand, it's like, you know, you only have so much time in a day, too. So, like, really prioritizing what is going to be the best return is, is also a good thing, too. So, Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it is, like, this passive and then there's, like, more active uh, passions and interests. Because I don't know if you guys are, are like me, but it's like... I feel like I have some core passions and things I like to do, but then there's so many different like avenues I want to jump at that spark my interest. I'm like, Oh, I could do this or I could do that. Like, you know, with firearms or, you know, I wanted to get into jujitsu, which I think I could have maybe fit in. But now that I basically, I lift and run and running kind of filled that extra like void of like physical exercise. I can't like possibly do all three. And so it's kind of like, yeah, you got to make an active decision on like what's going to, what's going to kind of bring you the most return on investment, whether that's like actual financial investment or whether it's just uh, physical like happiness or like emotion or yeah. um, things like that. The other thing that I'm kind of thinking of, the more I think of that is being able to separate out your interests or passions to where you can give a hundred percent into all of them. Because there are a lot of times, especially when I lived in the city, like, I would just feel frustrated because like I like to shoot like scenes or like landscapes or other things like that. And I would just find myself always like kicking myself because I would be working until the evening and then feeling like I feeling like I'm racing down somewhere to like just set up the tripod to like get some sort of scene and then just feel like, okay, I didn't take time on this. Like I, I didn't really feel like I gave the effort I wanted to because I'm just trying to fit it in. But I almost feel like too, I'm realizing more that like, you know, if I can just put my money away or like work harder or, you know, fit more people into the day or like find other ways of making money. Now I can afford to take a trip where like I can just focus on, you know, leisurely, like, you know, going where I want, waking up with the sun, like, you know, going to places that are cooler than just like finding a spot in Richmond to shoot the sunset or something like that, that I almost feel like now I can give a hundred percent into that trip for the things that I want to do too, if that makes sense. So I don't know. It's a balancing act, I guess you kind of go through phases through life, but at least for right now, that's where my mind is at of like, Oh, well, you know, if I can actually like take a trip and be a hundred percent on that trip, like Mm -hmm. then it's worth it to be a hundred percent like into working when you're back home too. Yeah. You made me think of um, something that I feel like I applied to my life before I heard it, but it was put into like a good, sentence or so by like joe rogan in some like clip i'd seen which was he was basically talking about a lot of people kind of go through life like without passion or interest they kind of just go like a robot and um but he's talking basically about how and i feel like this is something i've done and i think all of us have done to an extent is uh 
you know, working those extra hours, taking those extra clients and basically putting yourself through a little bit of discomfort or extra work or whatever it is, um, maybe sacrificing a little bit of your free time and your passion and things like that temporarily to give yourself that window of time to execute your long-term passion or plan. Um, so for example, for me, I spent basically a year and a half, two years uh, working a lot of side jobs with freelance editing to finally be able to buy um, equipment and go for it with the gym. And it was, you know, it's just like keeping that long-term plan in mind or like you said, that long-term like passion and just knowing that you'll eventually be able to go 100% like in it. But sometimes it's hard to like just trust that that extra stuff you're putting in is like adding up. But it's like those little decisions and habits um, do give you that window of opportunity because if you never do those things, you just kind of get stuck there because you do need that window of extra money or time to capitalize and trying to get up in like the ladder of society. Yeah. I'm the same way <clears throat> when it comes to like training. I mean, I do enjoy it. Uh, I've been with most of my clients for three, some even four years and I enjoy working with them. So like I... I look at it as a vessel, like you mentioned, you know, I, and I think I've, I'm pretty sure I've said it before. I, I, even if new people come in and I know they aren't going to be a long-term fit for me, most of the time I'll try and make it work just because I try to, as I say, hit it while it's hot because that money, that extra money might not always be guaranteed. And I try not to spend it as well. Cause I think a lot of people mess up as they make that extra money. They're like, Oh, I got extra money. Yeah. I can buy some bullshit or buy this, go out to eat a little bit more or, Whatever the case, buy something new, new iPod, whatever the fuck. No, they don't make iPods anymore. What the yeah. fuck they make? <laughs> I'm a boomer. Man. <laughs> oh, shit. I messed up Zoom. iPhone, yeah. iPhone, yeah. not iPods. <laughs> you know, so, and that, especially, you know, not a, this isn't going to go to for everybody either. This is, not to say it's only entrepreneurs, but people that are trying to get out of working for somebody else, creating their own future, you're going to have to cut back on your lifestyle, sacrifice, get uncomfortable, save those extra dollars, those dollars add up into hundreds over time, Benjamins, and then you'll have the opportunity to either buy more product like I do or be able to put money down for a lease and not have to go get a loan, be self-sufficient with your, your money. You didn't have to go to a bank for anything, right? I mean, or, you know, buy the new equipment or go on that trip, yeah. you know, and people wonder why they're in the same rut. It's because you're blowing too fucking much money, right? Yeah. You ain't making enough. I think sometimes too, um, when you accept like your, you know, um, your situation or like, let's say you decide to, you know, put off some of these things in favor of more work or like, you know, you have this goal and you've decided you're going to try to do what you need to save to achieve it. Like if you can kind of accept that in your head, it makes things a lot more enjoyable to where like when I was saving for camera equipment, it made like doing photo jobs on the weekends a lot of fun because it was almost like a little game of like how many can I do to be able to get this lens how many can I do to like try to get this camera body that much faster and then you know once I got it it was like okay that feels like it opens up even more doors of stuff that I can do with it now too so it's a really good way to put things I know sometimes I've thought about like that where it's like oh this set of six videos for this one client that's going to buy, you know, this machine or that's going to buy a trip for me and Maddie or, you know, equipment, like you said. So definitely makes the process less painful. Yeah, I guess you need a goal. Most, yeah. And I, 
I think some people are just like, oh, I'm just going to save. And yeah, if you're just saving, that money burns a hole in your pocket. You're yeah. like, feel it burning. You're like, oh shit, I'm going to buy something nice. Or you're more, yeah, you're more likely to spend it once you get the chance to. You see that yeah. Black Friday you're deal. Like, oh or, shit, that new TV yeah. or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's out there, you know. But yeah. every, not everybody has to go through what we, we sign up for this. We signed up for it. Yeah. That's one thing that we we know. So it's like, you know, but if you want to go down this hard road, this long, hard road with some dick kicks and some shit sandwiches, just know that you're going to have to live a little uncomfortable. Yeah. I think some, you know, what I've noticed the most when I talk to some of the freelance trainers that, like, sign up here, um, you know, and work here, uh, it's just, it's really hard, understandably, for people to kind of leave the nest of society to where they're used to knowing that paycheck from their job or gold's gym or whatever they know it's coming and when you're a freelancer or you own your own business it's like fully dependent on you so your income isn't a guaranteed number you can't tell someone i make this because some months it's hot some months it's a little bit lower you can pull an average but it's you know Maddie was telling me because she was kind of talking to uh, her parents um, a couple weeks ago and it was like I think one of her parents was like I don't really understand fully like what y'all do and it's more what do you mean it, it was more like the idea of it's like it's just so out of the box nowadays to not ever work for anyone not have a resume not have to worry about it getting a degree um because you no one's looking at your resume no one's saying hey where's your bachelor's of science or this or that and so it's kind of strange to have this, like, inconsistent income. So a lot of people are just, I don't know. I feel like you feel lost because you're not reporting to anyone, you know? I mean, I get I get the uh, the disconnect for people, but it is hard for people to kind of leave that nest if they want to go that route. You know what I mean? And you're the newest to it. You know, we've all been through it. You know, when I first left my training company that I was working for, you know, at first I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, like oh it's, shit, it's nerve wracking. Rents due. Yeah, yeah. I need to be working, making sure, and like it lit a fire under me. And some people it does that, and some people it makes you fold. Yeah, and you're like oh shit, let me go work for somebody again. You know, mm-hmm. obviously we've, we've maintained, we're yeah, able to maintain yeah, yeah. now. But you know, I'm sure you were the Got last the person to sort of cut <laughs> ties, or you you were just like kind of forced to do it, which was a good thing. Yeah, um, it's definitely interesting, just because I feel like you. And I don't know if this is true for everybody, but I do feel like you kind of, when you are employed by someone, when you are kind of doing more of a regular thing, you kind of get, you know, this worldview or this mindset kind of imprinted on you of just like, okay, like I'm, you know, part of this greater thing. Like I, I show up, I do this, and then I get this in return. That it's a weird feeling to almost feel like you're in charge when you step away. And I almost felt like that was something I kind of wrestled with a little bit because to feel like I would be able to get my clients to come over, I almost felt like I had to, you know, make it worth their while and just like, okay, well, I'll train you for cheaper than you did at Gold's and like, you know, I I can do this, this and this for you and I can add this service in on top of what we were already doing to just like, okay, please, please, like, you know, take a chance on me sort of thing that, I don't know, it's a weird mentality to like feel like you have to kind of step into and then also work out of again to where, especially being here now or kind of 
actually realizing that it all does work out, it's now nice, at least for me, to feel like, okay, like, I am in charge. It's not just me, like, trying to beg somebody else to, like, you know, take a chance on me. It's like, I'm the one that's sought after. And I feel like, for me, that was a just a weird transition to undergo that I'm comfortable with it now but it was definitely like a period of growth at least in your own mind to realize like okay I'm the master of my fate like I'm the captain of my destiny or whatever that is like that you know that you actually are valuable that you actually are like someone that people would actually like want to spend money on or see four times a week or like yeah you know actually like drive 30 minutes to come to or other things like that that you don't just have to be like the cheap guy that offers 10 things just to set yourself out from like but the change just to add into why it's worked for all of us yeah is the fact that you mentioned it you know going over and beyond for most of your clients like wanting to make sure that they were happy and satisfied yeah, working yeah. with you, you know, Hey, I'll be willing I'll, to do that. Hey, I'm, I'm going to, you know, add this to it and this and that and do yeah, this extra yeah. service. You know, most people just, you know, you have to make sure you have intent to care for whoever or whatever product service you're offering, but then also, you know, follow through with it and just show up. Yeah. 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 You just got to show up. But I think that, that, um, imposter uh-huh. syndrome that you're told my Griffin is so true. Cause even like with the gym, sometimes I feel like because I, I, understand my business i know the ins and outs i know how things have come to be when people come here i'm almost like nervous or at least like when we first opened to where i was like especially when we didn't have as many machines i'm almost like before they even say a word i'm like i know we don't have that many machines but we got more coming like just wait with us and i had to realize that they don't they don't see it like they don't see it like i do you know they see it they see me as not a 20-year-old kid who just fucking went for it, doesn't have this degree or whatever, blah, blah, blah. They seem as an adult gym owner <clears throat> that created this business that they don't know how long it's been in business for. And they see all this equipment as, like, new, cool stuff that they haven't seen before. They see this this space as, like, uh, an actual facility to weight train and, and uh, work out and all that. They don't see it, you know, how, how I saw it before it was painted and the mats were laid and... And how uh, it almost feels like a DIY project. They yeah. don't see it like that. And um, the same way with like editing even. It's like the people call and reach out to me as if I'm this professional video editor that went to school and did this and do that. I'm like, I'm self-taught. I've got I'm a just, laptop. Yeah, I just yeah, got a laptop it. in my <laughs> office, you know. Um, I just wonder, you know, what, what they think. And um, I think it's the same way when you're personal trained. You almost got to, whether you have the confidence or not, you have to project yourself that's like, uh, I do deserve like $40 an hour. I do deserve this or this is a kick-ass gym. Um, and not because it's not or not because that's not true, but you have to like really believe and stand behind the value. You know, when you sell your pre-workout, you're not like, hey, we only got, you know, a 288-unit order. I know we're a smaller gym. Yeah. You have to be like, no, this is a premium product. It this is. is the best product like on the market. I believe that and stand behind that. Um, we make great products here. Uh, we're continuing to like level up. You kind of have to believe that. You yeah. can't just say, "Oh, we're just you know some little local brand." We're it's trying. Like, yeah. yeah, we're trying. <laughs> we're just doing our best. <laughs> no, yeah, to be like we're we're an up and coming brand that's crushing it. You yeah. know, um, and I think the more you project that, the more people believe it. Even if you don't truly believe it, it's a little bit fake it till you make it. It's not really faking it though. It's just uh, believing and having that confidence behind yourself. I think there's a lot of power in 
not in the way that most people put it on their Instagram, the whole like manifesting thing. But I do have a strong sense of like self belief and confidence in myself that I think has lended to a lot of progress in my life. And I think it's it's essentially the premise is put all you can into what you do and continue to work hard at what's in front of you now and you never know the opportunities that may come up later. But when they do come up or if they do come up, you're ready to capitalize on them. You know, whether it's a brand reaching out or a business proposition, if you're not kind of believing that you're ready for that before the opportunity ever rises, you won't be able to, you know, go for that. Or that brand won't see your long-term plan or where you could be, you know? Yeah. That makes sense. I mentioned that on my YouTube video recently. Kind of same subject is like how things Stole just... Stole it from you. He did. <laughs> but branch, like everything branches off. If you think about it, everything, at like at least interactions and connections, like opportunities per se, they branch off. Like you showing up for something that might not bring a return or you taking a job offer that or a project or a video editing thing that might not have a huge return at first. But as long as you do a good job you make that network, that connection, and that relationship, they might talk to somebody else that's like, oh, damn, I'm in the market for that or this. Who's your guy? Or or where's the gym? You know, what's the product? What's the pre-workout? You know, it's whatever. I've started to like, that's clicked even more over the past few weeks with me. And it's like, these things that might not be, a, you know, we even talked about it. This gym flow isn't a short-term game. It, it's going to it's going to have to be long term and yeah. it is going to be long term but knowing that like saying yes as much as you can to the opportunities that are in front of you that will eventually hopefully branch off not all of them will but you know you're putting yourself in front of opportunities by doing that though and you have to make the investment before the return is even in front of you yeah like one instance i can think of a couple <laughs> but like me making those um technique tip videos years ago on my instagram if I never would have put the effort in there for like free, just trying to make as the best content I could, you would have never seen my content. No. We would have never built this relationship, and Jim Flow probably wouldn't be the same brand it is today. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Better, for it. better or worse. <laughs> for better or worse. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> oh, pay the man. <laughs> um, but it's the same deal with, uh, you know, like where I see myself like now. Like I'm, I'm spending time and putting in the money to have Griffin take way better photos and content on my own Instagram. I don't get paid for like the photos and content I do right now, but I have the long-term vision that these brands, the, the more amazing content and photos that we get done and I get to post, the more these brands are like, oh shit, this looks good or look at those angles or you know, how will our clothes or our products be with that? And eventually, you know, they're gonna come crying to my doorstep. Or they're like, "Hey, who who's who does your presets?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who does the presets? No, so, um, but you know, simply put, you just got to be willing to put in not only the work, but sometimes the actual financial investment up front. We talked about it a little bit yesterday with like advertising. Like, you have to be able to like, hmm. you know, waste some money for that long term that you can't even see the long term. But you no. have to trust that the positive energy and the positive work that you're putting towards it will manifest maybe not directly but sometimes that opportunity sometimes it's the relationships like so and so follows me on instagram and they referred this company to me you know because of the content i post that happens yeah. all the time so it's weird things like that that you can't always see yeah that is wild it all does connect 
in some certain way, as long as you're giving intent and conscious effort most of the time. Sometimes it just clicks, even without you even having to try sometimes. It feels like it for some things with me, but but then sometimes it's like, damn, looking back, that connected that dot to that dot, and it's like it all it all works, you know? It's getting these questions. Are they questions or scenarios? They're questions. Scena- uh, I guess best fits scenarios, like who's the best fit. This is yeah. Bad People Guys, so it's a card game that the part – the party game you probably shouldn't play. And I picked these well, we ones today. <laughs> well, we keep playing. And these are pretty good. I feel like it. I'll start this okay. one. Yeah, kick it off. Yeah. We'll do one at a time. One at a time. Who gets paid too much for what they do? Brock. <laughs> I get I think we all work for what we what we do, but <laughs> yes. I guess comparatively, yeah, I guess, yeah. Brock. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's see. Most likely to laugh if they saw a blind person trip. <laughs> he did, he just saw it in his yeah, head. I did, yeah, I did. I gotta show y'all this one video. I won't say what it is. I don't want people to think we're fucked up. But tell right. me this doesn't make y'all laugh. Where is it? I can't be too. Oh. All right. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh dang. Wait. Wait till. He- they just toss him in? Oh, okay. No, no I thought he was going to No, but wait, 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 what? <laughs> yeah, dude's a beast. Got the fin. <laughs> yeah. The fin. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, that yeah. one made me sweat watching. Sorry if y'all had to, like, wait for <laughs> that. We had to show him that video. What are you? Most likely to end up in the friend zone. Griffin. Griffin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And what's your reasoning behind that? Uh, I think neither you or me are, like, douchebags. So, like, I think we get more connected to women. And yeah. So they want the guy. They want the Chad that's just going to. I think yes. Yeah, yeah. Nice guys finish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not nice the... guys finish first. Yeah. <laughs> and last. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. What they don't know. Yeah. It's a hearty game. <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah uh if everyone here threw a party whose would i be least excited about attending probably Fuck. brock's <laughs> yeah really yeah we're having a running party yeah. guys yeah, yeah, yeah. and i ordered five miles yeah. let's go i ordered the value pack for yeah. snacks yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. would you like some shit. original lays <laughs> look all you have to worry about or you don't have to worry about me throwing a party because I don't want to entertain people. Oh, yeah. so. oh party? No, yeah. not in my house. No. 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 We got soda. We got soft drink yeah, in the fridge. <laughs> soft drink. Yeah. yeah. Dollar dollar can, yeah, by the way. Club soda. Soda. You got club a card on soda. file? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put a card on file. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do that for you. Who has the largest porn collection? I don't think any of us well, have a collection. Well, I feel like... Reference database, bro. Check the history. <laughs> I, I feel like Austin's like. probably got one or two, like maybe DVDs, Old schools? Yeah. No. yeah, with the boo, 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 kind of like music in the background. I forgot. I don't they have somebody, Bush. No, <laughs> but when me and Jake used to live together, somebody gifted. It was like a gag gift or something. Somebody gifted or gave him some type of DVD, or I guess maybe us because we were living together. I don't know, but I think it was called. I don't know if it was Big Black Dicks or Big Black something. It was fucking horrible Dude, DVD. Sarah got a hold of that. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the names of these, like, 
films that like you know you can rent on like TV or yeah. something. It's like oh, yeah. the weirdest shit, and the descriptions are great. It's like two black men stuff their massive poles <laughs> inside a girl's box, and it's yeah. like what are that we gets talking me going. about? It's here, always funny. Know? I feel like when you're at a hotel or something like that, you're skimming through channels, and oh, then yeah. you see like. Yeah. But who watches porn on TV? Especially they when, should be arrested like immediately. Yeah, I was about to say if you fall for it, you do need to get arrested. But the thing is, I mean, if you got Wi Fi, you got unlimited. Or who pays for like a membership on these websites? Oh yeah. yeah Honestly, even like a free like membership, like why? Why even you don't need that. I get exclusive content. Me and the other 20,000 yeah. people. Yeah. 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 Other 20,000 Hey, dudes. we know Ryan has the OnlyFans, oh, so I'm sure he's got he's got probably paid accounts. Yeah, yeah. He's got to support local. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> if you have a paid account, you like have too much time to do it. You know what I mean? Because if you have a paid account, you better be making it, taking advantage of the content you're getting. So you probably got the shit scheduled out. You're like, all right, Wednesday. You know, I'm watching, watching this, or oh, I got to TiVo that, or I got to record, yeah. save that. Well, yeah, I guess we so. get yeah. home. <laughs> Lemon stealing whores is on. Got an yeah. appointment. Yeah, you know what I mean. Got to run home. Yeah. Damn. Got a hot date. Yeah. I almost wish, like, you know, like you could see if someone had, like, has a paid account. So, like, they, you know, they coming in for membership, and it's like a little like notification maybe above yeah. them, and I'm like. All right, you got to head out. Like, I didn't know you were weird, weird like that. Yeah, Almost like Snapchat, like where it lets you know who you're sending the most yeah. to. Yeah. yeah, I feel like there's something you should know if like someone's got something like that. Yeah, like the por- porno meter. It's just yeah. like... Or if this girl has like an OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. She'd be like, oh, that's mm-hmm. true. Which, how, what, do, what, do y'all, for your meal. <laughs> what do y'all think the ratio is on that? Like how many girls that we know personally or that are local that probably have it nonchalant? How many? I mean, do you think it's high? No. No. I, I hope. Would hope. Not. Yeah. I hope yeah. I. I guess. Maybe we gotta get. Like, we gotta. We gotta get a girl in on this. We gotta bring a girl in. And the ask. community we know, maybe like five within like the fitness of like rich. I'd hope. I'd hope it's not more than that. Yeah, because you feel like it would get around. Because once some, one person yeah. knew, it'd spread. Yeah. I mean, I don't know one off the top of my head. I know they exist. We'll, we'll have, have to, to go on OnlyFans, location search Richmond, Virginia, and then just scroll through. Who do we recognize? Do so they you, have a location search? That'd be pretty dope. Maybe. It'd ping. Yeah. Ping. Uh, 30 feet next to you. Oh. <laughs> Maddie? Front, 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 front room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh shit. And Brock will yeah. run out like the guys on Maury. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get the oh, cameraman oh. to follow him. <laughs> it yeah. is, in fact, your oh, girlfriend. Man. <laughs> yeah, Doby's in the background. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Not Doughboy. Yeah. That's, uh, Damn. That reminds me of that song, Pina Coladas, or whatever that song is, where he's, like, trying to leave his wife. He puts out an ad in the oh, paper, yeah. Yeah. and then she answers it, and they meet each other at the bar. Like, if Brock had paid for an OnlyFans, <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, she's hot, and then finds out Smoking it's Maddie, yeah. who has an OnlyFans. <laughs> It's like, do I rat on myself? <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Damn. Anyway. Did you answer? Did you have two cards? Did you already yeah, answer? Yeah, back I did them both in a row. row. Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even realize it. Yeah. Damn. Too so, much fun. Oh, man. Well, guys, that's it for this week. Hopefully, you all enjoyed it. By the way, still going on. Make any order off the site. Get a free overcome. Get a chance to get it. Chance to win. If you win a label piece. We've sent out two so far, guys. And... Those two are out the door. There's three left that we're giving away. 
chances are in your odds or the odds are in your favor. The chances are in your odds. Yeah, right. Retarded. <laughs> the odds are in your favor if you order now up until launch. Get a chance to win one. Post it and tag us. And uh, I think that's it for updates on like housekeeping and whatnot, right? Deuces. All right. We're out of here. See you all next week.